0: The dark about cryptocurrency? Learn how to grow your money, navigate, and stay ahead in this crazy new economy through easy to understand conversations with experts as we simplify the ins and outs of digital money and blockchain and how it will continue to affect our lifestyle. Pick up something new every two weeks with our crypto journalist,
1: host Barbara Donato. To so my cryptocurrency chronicles where we explore the world of all things crypto. I'm Barbara Donato and joining me today is Moon Knight. I'm gonna tell you a little something about Mr. Moon Knight. He is a former research scientist who studied exercise physiology, neurobiology and physiology. He worked towards his master's in biotechnology and worked for a pharmaceutical company for a couple of years. He is presently CEO of Planet Stunt LLC for the last 17 years and a crypto enthusiast and moderator. But his most important job of all is he is a single dad of one awesome six-year-old boy. Welcome, Moon Knight.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for um, having me and hosting me. And hopefully I can help everybody out with my knowledge and bring a little more clarity to the crypto space.
1: Absolutely, and I cannot wait for us to get into this discussion, because today we are going to focus on a coin that some will say is an alternative to Bitcoin, or otherwise known as an altcoin. Our coin of the day is XRP. To XRP or not to XRP is the question. So, Moon Knight, what exactly is XRP? XRP.
0: XRP is a digital asset or digital token that basically is used to solve currency issues. It's an agnostic token, which means that it can transfer value from one coin to the next or fiat to a coin or whatever you have on one side to the other instantaneously, basically. So in a matter of seconds, XRP will transfer yen to dollars, dollars to gold, gold to rubles, rubles to real estate if that's the case being used on the flare for network as a smart contract so what's happening with xrp is that it is the coin of all coins so to speak where what it can do what it can do so quickly is is run the best because it is specific to its characteristics and um, it does that so well that it's going to be used by the banks central banks all over the world as their currency go between for choice, a bridge currency of choice.
1: Wow. So can you break it down like I am a six-year-old?
0: <laughs> okay.
1: How would that benefit someone who like doesn't really know about XRP, but is looking to invest?
0: Or looking to invest? Okay, we're going to break it down first. If you're a six-year-old and you have no idea what's going on. Nothing. So XRP is basically, a. Tr- if you're going from one language to the next, say you're going from Japanese to English, XRP is a translator that, is such a great translator that it takes all the meanings and context of that language, translates it to the other language without any loss of understanding. So sometimes you have two cultures and you have idioms and slang that each culture uses that can't be translated. You have to know that type of culture. Well, XRP for currency translates everything without any issues and or problems. If you're an investor, what that means for you is that XRP itself, its value will go up because it is so, it has such a great use case for the banks. So if I'm JP Morgan and I'm going to have my own in time, I'm going to have my own coin for my company, where for my customers and transactions, we're going to use a specific type of digital currency. But because central banks are very, or central banks and different types of banks, such as the Fed and these governmental bank banks are very, how can I say, protective and don't trust other banks or other countries' banks. They don't want to ha- allow them to have access to their records or their money, et cetera. So XRP can go from that specific bank, central bank's digital currency, to another bank's digital currency and transfer that value in seconds without having them feeling like the loss of security or the loss of value or the loss of pertinent information that they have on their side, based on their customers and what they do for their businesses, stuff like that. Banks in general are very private about what kind of interactions that they're having. And they don't want to allow any other banks to have control over that. So when XRP is being used, it allows them to transfer value and and interact with these different banks and companies without having to lose any of their privacy concerns.
1: Ooh, I love it. So let me give you an example I'm Chase Uh and let's say you're Bank of India, right? Mm -hmm. I want to buy something from you, but I'm going to use U.S. dollars. You're going to use rupees. I don't want to have to transfer my money to U.S. dollar, you know, to rupees. And then I got to send it to wire to you. And then once you get the wire, you know, all of that with XRP, I will be able to say, okay, I'm going to send this money to you for U.S. dollars, but you will automatically get it f- from my bank, Chase. I'll send it to you and you will get it from your Bank of India as rupees. Right. And we won't, and neither bank's, this transaction is private and it's encrypted and neither bank has to worry about anybody learning about their information or anything like that.
0: Right. So XRP is a great, the ledger itself has a great privacy aspect, which XRP is to be traded on. So you can have your own private side chain off the ledger here and they can have theirs and you guys can interact with each other and no one has to worry about their business being found out. But everything is recorded on the ledger. Everything is recorded. So say, you know, government officials want to check what's going on and make sure that it's legal. All the transactions are there, but they're not open to public scrutiny, if that
1: makes sense. Mm, understandable. I get it. So the biggest issue
0: before was that you could send... An email to someone overseas electronically, but you really couldn't send money. Because the problem with what would occur is that an email, if I send you an email, I have a copy of the email on my computer, I send you the email, you get the email, you have a copy on your computer, and then you can send it to another person, and then everyone can have a copy. But what happens if that if you're trying to do it with sending money is that you're duplicating money and you're decreasing its value. Mm. So for that not to happen, you have to send that particular thing to the person. It has to leave your computer and no longer register there. It has to register on the other side. Okay, so there's no duplication. It's that one coin or one piece of data that gets sent is not duplicated when it's sent, and where it leaves, it no longer ends up, and where it ends up is actually being recorded there. So since it took a while for that to happen, we actually have the technology now to do so, XRP being one of those coins, Bitcoin in a sense also, digital currency is if you're able to send it without it being staying at the whoever's sending it, the payer and the payee gets it, and then you go from there. So now that this has occurred, it's circumventing the, the SWIFT system. And the SWIFT system was basically, if I was gonna send money to Japan or another country, it would take at least three days to send it and as much as a week to two weeks to receive it. And then on top of that, there's all these fees because if you're sending money through the SWIFT system and the the old system is the bank has to have an account of dollars or whatever I'm sending on their side and then they would take their account money from there and then give it to whoever's receiving the payment and then they'd get credited from the bank that's sending it from another country. So that money would have to go through to be settled. And that takes time because the money literally would have to be shipped or the banks have a credit account where you pull the money out of your account and my bank would have a negative credit. And then when I want to pull money, I pull from that negative credit and then readjust my accounts on either side. And so those nostro Vostro accounts on each side of the ocean or each side of these borders, There's around $27 million of fiat currency sitting there in these banks that's not being used because they have to have it in order to run the SWIFT messaging system and to credit each other's accounts when transactions occur. XRP gets rid of that. So instead of days waiting for your money, it happens in seconds. And you know that it's been sent and and it's confirmed on the other side that it's being paid from this account, that money's there. And that you get it and everything's settled in seconds. So you can go from literally weeks to, oh, 15 seconds, I got my money, it's recorded here and I'm done. XRP is one of the fastest and the quickest and safest. Where Bitcoin, Bitcoin it takes at least six to seven minutes for Bitcoin, at least wow. for transactions to occur. And the thing is, the Bitcoin transactions, they build up like it goes over time. So One has to be cleared first and then the other goes through, et cetera. So it's a long process. And Bitcoin can take up to hours to settle. And days, sometimes if the traffic is really bad on the internet. So Bitcoin is not the fastest and the best settling mechanism for, for currency and transactions. And that's why XRP is a better use case. And that's why Bitcoin is being used more as a store of value now than is as a currency and a payment method.
1: That is such a wealth of information because I knew none of these things. But you just answered my question when I was going to ask was, does XRP have white pages or a use case? Because just from speaking with other people in the know, uh, when looking a token or a coin, you want to see what its value is, what its use case is, and what its white pages is. Can you remind my listeners of what exactly a white pages um, slash use case is?
0: Okay, so in general, all coins come out have white papers. And the white papers basically describe what the coin is used for, why it was made, why it was created, the creators, et cetera, and the philosophy behind the coin and the technology, et cetera, behind the coin. And XRP basically is was created to be the coin of all coins, as I said before money remittances, sending money overseas, as well as transferring value from one source of value such as gold or derivatives or real estate to another form of value such as silver or fiat money in euros, dollars, yen or milk derivatives, etc. So you have one value going to the next. And that's what XRP is going to be used for. And because of that case For XRP to be used for those particular things, its value has to go up in order to manage all the money, so to speak, all asset value. And since XRP right now is around 62 cents, I think, 63 cents, its value has to go up to a high number in order to manage all the world's wealth.
1: That is so crazy. But that's this is such a different way than just you know regular dollars. Is XRP centralized or decentralized?
0: Okay, so it depends on how you're looking at it. So the XRP ledger itself is decentralized, which means no particular one group or person runs or owns the ledger. These nodes are different groups, companies, schools, etc., banks that have the nodes themselves. And they don't make money from the node. They have the node and it makes them easier to have do transactions and stuff like that. But some of them are just watching over the node to make sure all things are good. So in that sense, it is decentralized. It is centralized in the fact that everything's recorded and you know what's going on. And there's a certain amount of centralization as far as if a particular group owns a majority of the XRP and what they're doing with it. Right now, the majority is being held in escrow by the company Ripple, but they can only get so much out at specific time. So they, I think it's about a billion on the first and on the 15th of each month. And then whatever they don't use goes back into escrow. And there's approximately around 53 billion or 54 billion in the escrow itself that's out there. So in that particular sense, you can consider it centralization, but since they're not having direct control and not using it that way, that you go back to the XRP ledger itself based on nodes and it's decentralized. So no one really, you can own your own XRP that no one owns it. But since the company doesn't have full access to the 54 billion in that sense, XRP, I don't think it's, I think it's both half and half, but I'm not really stressed out about Ripple holding that because the reason why they put in escrow was to make sure that, there's market manipulation wasn't being either suggested that they were doing or wasn't being forced on them so they can make profit, et cetera, from it. So I think it's, it's safe in that sense. And people say, well, Bitcoin is decentralized, which I say yes and no. Also, because Bitcoin's mining's control, most of it's 65% is controlled by China. And the China, China decides that they're going to shut it down, everything gets shut down. Where since the nodes and stuff on XRP are... Decentralized, well, you can shut down Ripple and XRP will still exist and will still transition and be has a use case regardless of the situation where Bitcoin has to be consistently mined in order to be used, and that's proof of work. So when you prove that your Bitcoin exists, it has to be mined to show that consistently,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and transactions have to be consistently processed, and that's why the its energy usage is so high because it's proof of work. Is this coin? that you're using to pay for this exists and then all these math math equations are done and more bitcoins created then more math math equations is done are done excuse me to show that the coin exists and that's really is there and that you're sending it to this particular person that they actually received it so all those computations are continuously going on where xrp has already been pre-mined so if there's 100 billion coins they're already in existence and no more can be made and it has. A small, tiny fraction of XRP is destroyed on every transaction, so it has a deflationary value. So the value of XRP will go up naturally over a long period of time.
1: Oh, okay. I have never had anyone explain Bitcoin to me that way. So, but it's completely understandable. And so that leads me to the next question, which you pretty much have answered it, (laughs) because a lot of people are excited about XRP. And why do you think that is?
0: (laughs) Because a lot of people are actually realizing now, and I spoke to people last year about it, and uh, in the beginning of 2020, let them know that this is going to be the coin the banks use, and a lot of people didn't want to believe it, didn't think it was good, didn't think it was possible that banks would be going digital. You know, they thought fiat would stay there forever, and as things are coming into light, people are now seeing that, because it's being advertised on TV, that our financial system is going digital. There's no turning back from that. It's the only way to save the system because it is dying. You know, since 2008 with the great financial crisis that happened back then, and uh, because of that, you can see the writing on the wall. And those that have enough wherewithal to pay attention to it are looking to see what the next big thing is and what who's going to be using it. And the banks themselves have put papers out that are showing that they'll be using XRP as a bridge currency. And since that case, people are seeing that. They're realizing, well, if the banks are going to be using it, then it has to have some value. And then you plug in the numbers of global wealth or even just the Nostro Vostro accounts of the 27 trillion. If that goes through the XRP ledger, then the value has to go up even higher. So that's what you have to think about. And that's what people are starting to see why XRP is a valuable token to have. And it's not going to be available that much longer for people to get. I think. By the end of 2022, that you will not be able to buy XRP. It'll be out of reach for the regular person. So the window was short in time for you to actually get it and use it. So you have to think about what you plan on doing and how you plan on investing in the future and what your investments are based on. And you have to actually study these coins to know what you're investing in or have someone you trust to show you why and give you proof why the coin has value. A lot of people are seeing this themselves based on the technology and based on the use cases. All the banks are going to a standard called ISO 2022. And what that basically is a new banking messaging standard. XRP is one of the few coins that is actually ISO 2022 standardized. So, since that is the case, it shows that it's going to be used because the banks are starting to develop their own CBDCs and so are these the central banks are so are these are the major excuse, countries and once they develop their CBDCs they have to run on something and it has to be compliant for them and so the Bank of International Settlement which is the bank of all central banks so if you think about okay so what's the central bank all the countries central banks and that's the Bank of International Settlement they speak about using it then you have the International Monetary Fund which sets The reserve currency for the world okay and they are the ones that talk about using xrp as well as the world bank and the world economic forum so all these major groups governmental groups that maintain and control monetary policy for the world are the ones saying they're going to use xrp now you can choose to believe it or not to believe it but the documents show this and if the documents show this you're kind of foolish not to understand that if the banks already chose this, that it's going to be the one. And banks are very conservative. People don't realize that. Banks are slow to act unless they're forced to and there's no other choice. They like feeling comfortable with what they feel is safe. So if the banks are saying they're going to use it, that means they've already been testing it out and find out that it's to their benefit to do so.
1: So, okay. You mentioned earlier, you said XRP will, will not be in circulation. What... Can you clarify that or am I saying it wrong?
0: Not be in circulation. It will not be available for the common man to purchase. That's what
1: Okay, so for instance, let's just say I have XRP. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say I just, I don't know, I have 100. Uh, by the end of 2002, I'm still going to be able to utilize that 100 or you're saying I can't buy any more?
0: So by 2022, if the banks or say the banks are using it by the end of 2022.
1: 2022, yeah
0: the value of XRP will at least be around $2,000 at least, okay? If it becomes a stable coin, okay, instead of the banks you use it, it becomes a stable coin, what does that mean? It means that it will not fluctuate in value anymore. So if it doesn't fluctuate in value, you can buy it for the same price that it is, but you will not be able to make money off of it. So your use is there. I can use it. I can spend it, but I'm not gonna be able to, make money off of that coin because the value is not increasing or decreasing so if i pay a hundred dollars for it and i just keep it it's be worth a hundred dollars tomorrow next year etc it's not gonna go up in value it's not gonna decrease in value but since it's probably gonna be a wholesale coin which means that the banks are going to use it exclusively if you can have it you can spend it but you probably won't be able to buy it again So you'll spend it, it'll go into the system, the banks will buy it up from there, and the banks will keep it in their closed wholesale system. They won't allow the coin to be released into the retail market, so to speak. So as you spend it, it disappears. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't be using it unknowingly to run transactions, because that's different. So say you have your Apple phone and using Apple Pay, and you have your country's digital currency on your phone, and you say you want to buy something, from japan say you want to buy hello kitty pocketbook and you want to order from japan Well, you take your apple pay phone you put your american digital currency in it your digital dollar you purchase it xrp will be underlying that transaction that goes to japan the factory sends it to you they convert to yen they send it to you and you get your your hello kitty pocketbook You designed a Hello Kitty pocketbook and you paid for it with your digital dollars, but it got transitioned through XRP to that side. So you would never know that that you've been using it as an underlying thing. But since XRP is a currency, if you have it, you can also spend XRP into any other currency because it will automatically translate into that currency. So that's why I say you can spend it, but you won't be able to go, okay, I'm going to go in exchange, I'm going to buy XRP because it will be out of. your reach because the banks will not allow it to be on exchanges anymore.
1: I love that because it sounds like when that happens, the value will go even higher.
0: When that particularly happens, the price of XRP will be extremely high. You know, there might even be a buyback where the governments or the banks will try to buy your XRP from you because they want to hold on to it. And you have to think about it this way. Once XRP is being used by the banks, it is a... It will be a deflationary asset, which means its value will only go up. And fiat currency, by definition, is inflationary. So it will its value will go down in general. So if you're holding XRP, the longer you hold on to it, the greater its value will be. And fiat currency will fluctuate as all fiat currency does. And more as time goes by, the more inflationary facts go up, the buying power of that currency will go down. XRP will continue to rise or stay above. While the currency goes down compared to XRP, the value of XRP will go up compared to that currency itself.
1: That's pretty exciting. And what's more exciting is the fact that you mentioned Hello Kitty, which I have been a fan of since I was a little girl. In fact, my Apple Watch is currently Hello Kitty uh, designed, my the straps on my Apple Watch. So I think safe to say that if i do have xrp i will be buying a hello kitty from korea or wherever it is sold <laughs> so yeah some <laughs> people might think it's wasteful but that's okay that's your opinion
0: <laughs> hello kitty is a great brand i mean it's a little white kitty with a pink bow on its head and people find it very attractive and cute and non-threatening and just something they can actually look at and smile because they like just how, what it represents and what it does. So,
1: Oh my goodness. You, you just hit it on the nail. And my children have given up on telling me to stop buying it because I am too old. So <laughs> they have gotten me some very nice muted Hello Kitty accessories <laughs> uh, that they believe is age appropriate. Mm-hmm. Even though I tell them it doesn't matter. I will buy the pinks and the neon colors <laughs> I will do all of that because I'm I'm just a Hello Kitty fanatic. But let's move back on to the XRP. Moving back on to XRP. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Recently, Ripple has been under a lot of scrutiny mm-hmm. due to being targeted by the SEC. In fact, I was just reading an article in which Senator Warren submitted a, a set of questions to be answered let me see. She sent a letter to the SEC chair, Gary Gensler, to request information about the regulator's authority to properly regulate cryptocurrency exchanges and to determine if Congress needs to act to ensure that the SEC has the proper authority to close existing gaps in regulations. I am starting to think that this whole Ripple situation was kind of like a let me find a way to regulate cryptocurrency correct me if i'm wrong but actually let's just start with this one question do you believe that what's going on right now with what the sec is doing with ripple do you believe that this will affect xrp's value in any way
0: Yeah, I think once the case is settled, and I think the case will be settled, that's my personal opinion, the value of XRP will go up because it will serve as clarity for the banks for them to use it. The banks, like I said before, are very conservative, even though some might be using it for certain things. Overall, most banks are not using XRP full scale. And once the cloud of the SEC case goes away, then it's like flipping on a switch and then you will see the increased value of of xrp so the value of xrp increase because of that so the sec case it does put a cloud on things and people don't understand who don't understand the case are scared to buy xrp because they think something bad's going to happen and they have to realize regardless of whatever happens to the case xrp will still exist it will still be used because right now countries like japan and Thailand and Singapore, all these other countries around the world that are using XRP, they don't have a problem with it because they already designated XRP as a currency. Where in the States, the SEC hasn't designated XRP. They're saying it is a security, but they don't even really know themselves. So they didn't investigate to find out. So the SEC is like all wishy washy about this. And they are, their particular, how can I say, their motive for the case doesn't seem up and up to me based on what they've done so far and what they've said in the past.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I just kind of feel like they're using Ripple, or at least it, what it looks like to me based on what I've been reading in the news, that they're just trying to find a way to regulate, you know, to centralize cryptocurrency.
0: Well, the thing is, the government themselves, all these government agencies have, how can it, fights on what to do, and they have not decided on which particular agency is going to regulate cryptocurrency? You have FinCEN, you have the you know Department of Justice, you have the Treasury, et cetera. And the, I think FinCEN and Treasury and the Department just already said that XRP is a currency. We have because there was a case in twenty fifteen where uh, Ripple got fined seven hundred thousand dollars or seven million dollars. or $7 dollars. They got fined uh, for using XRP improperly and got XRP got designated as a currency by the U.S. government. So why would they think the XRP is security when they haven't done anything in their eyes to break those security rules? And then the SEC had from 2013 until present to determine whether or not XRP was security, and they didn't. They waited. They allowed XRP to be traded on exchanges. They allowed XRP to be used for international remittances by MoneyGram, where a couple of Ripple bought into MoneyGram itself You're using XRP. And so it kind of makes you scratch your head and say, well, why did they wait this long to say it's security or it was being used as security by Ripple after they had all this time? Why didn't they say something before when Ripple, the company, was asking them for clarity because they want to make sure they weren't breaking the law and stuff like that. And they would not give them clarity. But they gave clarity to Bitcoin and Ethereum at least publicly, we don't know what the documents say, but their Mr. Hinman and Mr. J. Clayton, they both spoke well of Ethereum and Bitcoin and did not go after Ethereum themselves, the Ethereum Foundation or Butalic, you know, Vitalik Buterin, excuse me, for having an ICO and selling Ethereum as a security when it first came out. And they never went after them. So why would Ripple, who did not have an ICO offering, Find themselves using a security when they're deemed a currency by parts of the U.S. government already, and and for this many years, the SEC filed the case what twenty twenty, so from twenty thirteen to twenty twenty, did not consider XRP anything until that particular point. So it makes you wonder why. So in my opinion, there's there's two scenarios: either this is one big show to bring XRP and other cryptocurrencies into a regulative light or there's a whole lot of corruption going on at SEC, why they brought the suit up and what's going on. And to me, it looks more like the second half uh, as far as corruption is concerned, because of what Mr. Hinman and his, his uh, legal company was paid uh, by the Ethereum Foundation. And Jay Clayton, the company that he's been hired by now, he left the SEC in December with, uh, at the end of the Trump presidency. He left to get a job with, with a company that is looking to sell Bitcoin and Ethereum ETFs. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're looking at that stuff and based on their actions and what they're doing now, it looks for me more as a corrupt thing, even though XRP will get some type of clarity at the end of this, it just doesn't look good as far as them being honest and on the up and up. And they're trying to block information from being put out, showing what they did, what they said about Ethereum and Bitcoin, etc., in the agency and to other particular groups who were using Ethereum and who were, and as far as the Ethereum foundation, et cetera. And Bitcoin itself, there is no like company that controls Bitcoin. So there's no one to go after as far as Bitcoin is, is concerned. But SEC says something can be deemed security. I'm based on how you use it. So we shall see what happens with that.
1: So you pretty much answered this question in regards to like the question that I'm about to ask is how the outcome will go. So you you did state that XRP will, the value of XRP will go up eventually. And you also, we also talked about what their real motive is. Do you believe that this will affect the cryptocurrency world? Um, would it impact it in a positive way or will it impact the, the cryptocurrency world in a negative way? And then kind of to follow up with, Will this allow the government to set more regulations on cryptocurrency exchanges, or are they trying to kind of set boundaries on cryptocurrency themselves?
0: Well, as far as the U.S. is concerned, they're going to set regulations on cryptocurrency exchanges, and they are going to set boundaries on cryptocurrency. And when those things do occur, I'd say 98% of cryptocurrencies are going to die. 99 to 98% of cryptocurrencies are going to go away once regulations and stuff are set. And the reason being is because they will not fall under the purview of the law as how it's being used so they can be, they will stay in existence. So they will go away. But right now there's over 10,000 cryptocurrencies. So that will leave you about 100 to 200 different types of cryptocurrencies out there. And that's still a lot. If you think about it, that'll still exist on the market that is
1: definitely so you kind of answered this question already but i kind i wanted to really focus on this to so that people can understand the value of xrp so the question is is xrp being used or has the potential to be used internationally and why
0: xrp is being used okay is it being used on the full scale it should be no will it be used internationally Yes. Documents are already there showing that it will be. So it's a matter of whether or not people choose to believe what their eyes are telling them. Are you going to believe your lying eyes? You're going to believe me. And the basic matter of the fact is type, go into the Fed and type in XRP or type in Ripple. Go into IMF and type it in, see what you get. And the documents will start appearing. Even if you go on a Google searcher, XRP, and type in Goldman Sachs or XRP, JP Morgan, and you, you see what comes up based on that, you know, XRP, IMF, and you'll see things start coming up. Even the Bank of uh, France was saying they want to use XRP as a basis of their, of their uh, digital currency because XRP, like I said, is great at what it does. People have a choice.
1: That is so awesome. So where can people go to buy XRP? It- Because since the SRP took over, XR since the SEC took a hold of Ripple, XRP has been removed from some main exchanges like Coinbase, that you know was a lot easier for people like me who I go on some of the other exchanges, and I'm like, I gotta set limits and what? So Coinbase kind of made it a little bit easier for me to use Binance that U.S. isn't so bad. But like Qcoin that I notice is very popular. I'm a Microsoft baby. So I like to click on things and just kind (laughs) of instead of going through. I like two steps instead of four. Mm -hmm. But where can you buy XRP?
0: Okay, so as far as buying it straight out in the U.S. without having to go through different, I guess, channels is an uphold. That's U-P-H-O-L-D. They're based out of London, based out of the, Britain, UK. And that's the easiest way to buy XRP at this particular point. Uh, you have to create your account, your password. You have to go through some security stuff, attach your bank account or your credit card, debit card to Uphold. And then, you know, once you get all cleared, you can buy XRP and store it on your Uphold account and so forth. Coinbase used to sell XRP and other exchanges in the U.S., but because of SEC suit, they decided to delist it. Now, as far as Coinbase is concerned, I don't understand their delisting of XRP since they already got the go-ahead from SEC that they can also sell securities. So to me, um, Coinbase's delisting is, is kind of suspicious in my personal opinion because of what they're allowed to do with XRP and, and why Uphold is selling, and they chose not to. So... You could take it for that value. Now, as far as KuCoin and BitTrue and Binance US, you can buy XRP on those sites, but you cannot buy them directly with your credit card or your debit card. You'd have to go into those particular exchanges and send money to them, or cryptocurrency, or USD Tether, or USDC to those exchanges. And then once the money's on those exchanges, then you could actually purchase your XRP through the money you set to those exchanges and then have it and to your wallet, your cold wallet, your hot wallet, wherever that may be and store your XRP after that KuCoin is definitely is more step worthy once you get used to it, you're cool bit true, a little less steps than KuCoin and uh, all depending on the the particular exchange using it, but most US exchanges do not, so I say all US exchanges don't sell XRP and since Uphold is not a US exchange even though they do sell in the U.S. It's not a U.S.-based exchange. So they're not selling XRP. They're selling something, but not.
1: I'll definitely look at, into that. Uphold. Uphold does sell XRP.
0: Yeah, you can buy it directly from there.
1: Awesome. So I have a fun question for you. And if my listeners have been paying attention, they should already know the answer. Are you team XRP or are you team Bitcoin?
0: That is That is a great question. Being... XRP Moon Knight, the XRP Moon Knight. I'm definitely Team XRP as far as use case and where our financial system's going. I don't think Bitcoin is evil or even though it does take up a lot of energy to use it. Bitcoin has is, at this particular point is a great store of value if you want to put your money into Bitcoin. I just don't think that it is its longevity will be high and I don't think it'll be used as a currency as many maxis do that it'll be consider digital gold as many many others do I just don't see that based on bitcoin's technology based compared to xrp's technology and then what these financial institutions already said they're planning on doing and the contracts that they're holding so ripple right now has i think over 40 different contracts and relationships with central banks around the world and as the year goes on more and more central banks are developing Relationships and business uh, contracts with Ripple R3, which has its program called Corda, its underlying value asset is XRP. It uses XDC as what, but XRP is what they also use to run. So, someone tells you that they're using R3 or companies R3, so some banks are, and so forth. Then you have to understand also that it runs on XRP. So. Their platform also runs on XRP and uh, XRP is used because it's, like I said, it's agnostic to all different types of valued assets that are digital and non digital for that matter.
1: Do you think it's too late to invest in XRP?
0: No, not at all. Not just but this is early. You have to, and then I took a dollar cost average. So XRP right now, let's see, its value on BitTrue is approximately 63 cents. Okay. So if XRP goes to $100 and I buy, if I spend $630 on XRP, okay, that'll give me approximately 6,310 XRP. Well, if it goes to $100, that puts me around 6.60, $60,0, 60, 60 631,000 XRP. So $631 worth of XRP. So my... $630, $630 can go to $631,00 Why wouldn't I do that? It's dollar cost averaging and it's available now I suggest that people get it because it's a smart thing to do It is going to be used by the banks and it's a long term hold I don't tell people buy XRP and spend it You can't spend it, but I think it's foolish But I say buy dollar cost average every day and it doesn't take much Like They're confused the crypto market with the stock market With the stock market for most stocks that are going to give you great returns, you have to spend a lot of money. And crypto market is different where you can buy XRP right now. You can put $50 in, you can put $6 in. Well, I think Apollo, I think a minimum buys $10, so $10. but any regular person can buy $10 worth of a coin. If I'm buying $10 worth of XRP, that gives me at least 10 XRP for my $10 at least that. It's usually around 14 15 probably based on $0.60 cents right now. But with that amount, I can buy $10 of XRP a week. And over time, my amount of XRP will build and I'll have a decent nest egg but XRP actually moons and goes to greater values. So I can spend 10 weeks spending $10 a week, which gives me $100, which puts me at 150 XRP, and then if XRP goes to $100 a coin, I'm in a good position with $15,000 XRP. $50,000 worth of XRP. So why not invest in something, that kind of investment where the returns are going to be so high and I, just, I don't have to put that much into it to get much out of it.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, a follow-up question is, sometimes people, a lot of Bitcoin maximists, I don't say sometimes people, Bitcoin maximalists will tell you that you need to have a certain amount of Satoshis in order for you to be part of this very small percent of people who own Bitcoin. How much XRP do you think people would need to feel like, okay, I'm going to be good in the future?
0: Well, I think there's a guy named Jamie Valley uh, from Val Hill Capital. If you go to James Rule XRP, his YouTube channel... And um, type in Valhill Capital, which is a um, venture capital firm. He says that he expects XRP to go to the true price of gold once SEC settles. And that particular point, let me see. I look up the, the U.S. debt clock. So the debt clock has the value of gold right now is $21,000 an ounce. And so he feels XRP will go to the value of gold. Gold after the SEC case and things get settled, so that's twenty one thousand dollars that is expected for XRP to go to. For you, say if I bought a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin, Bitcoin I think is at what thirty five thousand dollars right now, approximately.
1: Yeah, give or take.
0: So if I bought a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin, for me to get the same value of xr from XRP, Bitcoin would have to go. I think two hundred ten million. Oh wow. So if about a hundred dollars worth of XRP and it goes to twenty-one thousand dollars, a hundred times twenty-one thousand is two point one million. Okay.
1: So a hundred XRP, it wouldn't be so bad. I mean it's a no. it's a good number.
0: If it goes to that, it's a good number. Two point one million for a hundred dollar, hundred dollar investment, that's pretty darn good.
1: Yeah, it's not bad at all.
0: So compared to what you have to put into Bitcoin to get that same valued return is much, much lower. So XRP is a better investment as far as that's concerned. So, you know, if you can make $2.1 million in the next two to three years, why not? I don't see Bitcoin going to $210 million in the next two or three years. So I say XRP is a better investment. But, you know, some people love Bitcoin. They feel that it's, it is the end all be all of coins and that's their business. They do. I'm not of that school. I own a little bit of Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin's going to go lower. So if you are going to buy, I'd wait a little bit. When Bitcoin is up to like 62000 63000 I would tell people, Bitcoin goes through cycles. I suggest you sell and buy it at a lower price because that's what a smart investor would do. And then with that particular asset, if you want to get more or you just wait and watch it go through the cycles itself, you can use the huddle or you can sell and reinvest. You know, Bitcoin is not really going anywhere. So until the scarcity is at a particular point where you cannot buy, then you just hold and wait to the system. But for me, it's like it's, it's an investment that, yeah, I sell high and I buy low. Um, XRP is pretty low right now, so I buy as much as I can because its value compared to what it can go down to is so much less than what it can go up to. So Bitcoin can lose a lot of value. XRP can gain a lot of value. So XRP going from 63 cents to 6.3 cents is only ten loss of 10 times, okay? It going up to $6.30 is also multiple of 10 times, and I'm in a much better position, or $63, or as James, James Valley says, up to $21,000 uh, based on the price of gold right now. He said $35,000 because that's what gold was worth approximately at that particular time. But um, that's just such a greater gain that I think extra is just a smart investment overall in a, for the long run.
1: So with everything not really set in stone, like you had mentioned at Bitcoin so supposedly, they said that it could go up to in the millions per coin. Do you or token coin and token? Do you believe that XRP could get to twenty one thousand sooner than that, like within a year or two or three?
0: I, mean, I see XRP at that price in two years, two or three years. I don't see Bitcoin at two hundred ten million in two or three years. I just don't. Maybe twenty. Maybe maybe Bitcoin might go to twenty one. But even if you look at it, I don't see that based on its use case. It's a store of value. So the more people buy it, yes, the value will go up. But XRP is going to be used with so much greater volume, fiat and world assets, that it's going to surpass Bitcoin, in my personal opinion, easily. So that's why I think it's a better buy than Bitcoin. At this time, Bitcoin definitely has proven that its value is great. But Bitcoin went from, I think it was $3,000 last year. It was almost $3,000 last year to $30,000 or $60,000. So so it went up 20 times, basically.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I remember when I actually paid attention to it, it was at 10. And I was hitting myself, not that I didn't.
0: But see, people should not get confused by the price of Bitcoin. So Bitcoin went from $3,000 to $63,000, right? Mm -hmm. So basically about 20 times at its high point. So XRP in the past two years has gone from at the lowest point, I think it was like 11 cents to a dollar 98. Okay. Which is a 20 times 11 cents is $2 and 20 cents. So you could have bought more for less and gotten more out of that. So that's what I see. So the 20 times value you of how much you input to get out is higher with a uh, XRP. Because I could have bought more coins, get a greater value than I can with uh, putting that into uh, Bitcoin.
1: That's crazy. That's amazing. I, I just love the crypto space and just all the different things that crypto has the ability to do. And the more I learn, the more I'm fascinated by it. But I do want to do a little summary um, at the end and just to kind of reinforce everything that we've talked about with this very last question which is kind of redundant, audience. Why XRP?
0: Why XRP? Because XRP is the future of our financial system. It's going to be the underpinning that it's going to run. You have to understand that XRP is going to be the, how can I put it? XRP is like that, is a fast motor, okay? And its job is to move things as fast as possible, as quickly as possible, and transfer value through that. That's all it does. And then what you do is you build on top of XRP. You put a cart on top of that, a smart contract on top of that, that does more, and XRP run that smart contract to wherever it goes as fast as possible doing its job. So you have all these transactions going in seconds that'll transfer millions, billions, and trillions of dollars overseas in seconds for a fraction of the cost. And you can buy it now for 63 cents, and its value will go up to at least $21,000 based on Mr. Valley's prediction after SEC law case is settled. So why wouldn't I do that? Where the growth of Bitcoin in comparative will not be as great as XRP. And that's just based on common sense, based on our cultural situation with the green technology and climate change and how much energy that Bitcoin uses that deters people and other companies from using it in that particular sense. So XRP is definitely the smarter venue or track to follow, in my personal opinion. Is it the only coin to invest in? By all means, no. There's plenty of other coins to invest in, uh, short-term and long-term. I just think you're getting your biggest bang for your buck long-term with XRP than with other coins.
1: XRP Moon Knight, thank you so much for this amazing drop of knowledge that you've given us on XRP. Because I'm starting to think, um, actually, I haven't started, but it's been, a, a you know, I've been thinking, you know, going on Twitter and social media platforms that people are kind of selling XRP short. And again, I'm coming from a place of ignorance. I'm ever learning, you know, and ever growing in knowledge of the crypto world. But, you know, I do see that there's a lot of um, XRP deniers. So it's kind of refreshing to see someone who is able to really explain to my listeners, what XRP is and why XRP absolutely has value um, in the cryptocurrency world. So thank you so much for giving us this beautiful slice of XRP knowledge. And to my listeners out there, we do not give advice on what you can invest in and what you don't invest in. We just like to drop a little knowledge here and there. And by a little, I mean a lot, <laughs> And if you have any questions in regarding that, definitely go to their white page. Definitely go and read up on their use case and learn from yourself. Again, this podcast is just for you to start on your journey. And hopefully with every podcast that we do, you'll just gain a little bit more and a little bit more to help you grow for yourself. Thank you again, Moon Knight, for just the awesomeness of all the information that you've given us today.
0: Thank you. It's been my pleasure. I love to educate. I love to learn. I'm not perfect. I let people know that I make mistakes. I'm always reeducating myself on the different technologies that are coming out. Maybe there'll be another coin that's better than XRP that's upcoming and we just have to continue going on from there. It depends on all what the use case is and XRP will not be the only coin use, but it'll be one of them for the new financial system. It has not surpassed its previous all-time high, I think, of $3.83. And if it does that, then it will its growth will be unmeasured compared to other coins as long as it goes where it's supposed to go. But I thank your audience for taking the time to listen. I appreciate you you know, having me on this interview. It's always great to talk to you and be part of the conversation of this growing crypto world.
1: And I hope that you come back to us. Yes. Whenever you need me, just let me know. Pretty awesome. Well, everyone, thank you again for listening to this wonderful episode of My Cryptocurrency Chronicles, and I hope you ride along with me the next time. I'm Barbara Donato, and have a wonderful, wonderful day.